Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. What do you do when your own partner just resents you? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 31-year-old female, friends 31-year-old females, haven't paid me back for dinner and I feel really hurt by it. I hosted an annual Christmas catch-up at my house with my six friends. One of them really fancied pizza. I said I would put it on my card and they can all pay me back. We also discussed whether it should be split evenly or just pay for what we had so they knew I wasn't covering it. I texted the group chat twice and mentioned it in person the day they left my house. The bill was 85 British pounds and I'm really hurt that they've shafted me for the money so close to Christmas. I'm tempted to just remove myself from the group after saying I feel really used and disappointed. I'm not sure if I'm overreacting. I don't think OP's overreacting here if OP made enough of an effort to say, hey, let's split the cost of this or hey, at least help me out covering this. I mean, I think it's pretty crappy of them to just leave you high and dry here, especially if they had the pizza and then they're just kind of trying to ghost you in the group chat nonetheless. I mean, I know ultimately it's only 85 pounds, but the fact that it's only 85 pounds is what would really make me start to just question this whole friend group in general if I were an OP's position. I mean, if you subsidize the cost of that amongst all these people, it's not that much. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, found out my 28-year-old female, best friend 28-year-old female, cheats. I was talking with my best friend of four years last week, and she casually mentions that she had cheated multiple times on each of her past partners. They were serious relationships, and then justified it as if it were no big deal and moved on with the conversation. This was news to me, and if I'm being honest, I'm having trouble looking at her the same because I just can't respect or condone that. She's in a new relationship now and is not cheating on her current significant other, at least not yet. She also told me last year that she'd never cheated, so this is a side to where I wasn't expecting. I'm not sure what to do. I don't feel like I can be as close to her as I was, but I don't know if I'm overreacting or not. Just like I think it would be valid if you didn't want to be friends with somebody because they thought all dogs were disgusting or something. Or because said person doesn't believe in adoption or they just find it really easy to lie to build themselves up or... Basically the point is, just like it's okay and totally fair to choose to not be friends with somebody or associate somebody based off of their character traits, I think it's more than understandable to not be able to look past somebody who willingly goes out and cheats and treats it like no big deal. Especially if what you know they're doing stands to hurt other people and it's just not something you can have on your conscience and be okay with. Our next story is, husband's good friend tried to kiss me. So long story short, my husband, male 28, and I, female 28, have been married for four and a half years. My husband has a few good buddies that he went through firefighter training with. This guy in particular is a good friend of ours, male 33, and so is his wife, female 31. We've been good friends with them for about a year and a half now. We don't see them too often though because we both just had babies this year and everybody's busy all the time. However, last night we went to a Christmas party with these friends. Everything was great, everyone was having fun, there was alcohol involved. Towards the end of the night, I was chatting with said friend and he asked me to go check out a bonfire there at the party. 
The party was outside, but the bonfire was a few yards away. I thought nothing of it, as we'd all been back and forth from there all night long. So we went and were just chatting, and he started to lean in to kiss me. I pushed him away and told him I would never do that and that I love my husband and care about him and his wife as friends. It seemed like he came to his senses and said that we shouldn't be over there and to go back. So we went back to the house and that was that. I told my husband what happened on the way home and the conversation didn't go great. This morning he said he's not mad at me and that he's sorry that happened to me. I feel gross. Violated. I trusted this guy. He is literally like a brother to me and now I feel very uncomfortable. I'm not sure how to go about this. Do we never see them again? Does his wife need to know? What does this mean for my husband? So usually I lean towards the side of, if you were the one who had a partner and he was going around trying to kiss other people, you would want to know, right? I would kind of game plan with your husband on what to do here so that you're both on the same page, considering these are both your friends. For what it's worth, I definitely don't think telling the wife is the wrong thing, especially if you want to pull back on really seeing them ever. I mean, it's probably good to have that reason known now, rather than having it be a thing later on where they're like, why are you avoiding us? This next story is, my 32-year-old female, partner 36-year-old male, seems to be used to a toxic life and doesn't seem to want my help. Update, I broke it off with him. He says he realized that he's not in the best place mentally. I told him he should take some time to heal without the pressure of trying to make someone happy. Thanks everyone for the advice and faith. I've been dating a guy for 6 months. He's kind and considerate. However, he seems to be very low energy all the time. He is so low energy that when I see him one day a week, we just lay down, hook up or watch TV. I spoke to him before but it hasn't changed. I am a very active person. I love being outside, just sitting, painting, or reading, and I used to hike every weekend previously. He is not, and that's okay, but when we're together, we don't even talk. He's always sleeping or just laying down on his phone. Thing is, he doesn't eat properly, doesn't want to be outside. He lives in a dark room with little windows that he never opens and he doesn't clean thoroughly, so it's dusty, which makes him miserable. He makes excuses that he's tired, works 6-2 to Monday to Friday, but he doesn't do much to relieve this besides sleep and that isn't helping. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I offer to help him meal prep because he eats terribly, too clean and to be outside more, and he's just okay with how he is now. When I told him his low energy is weighing on me as I'm not used to laying down in a bed every weekend, he doesn't seem to want to engage. He is in fact ignoring me it seems. 
He has a history of bipolar and depression and is separated from his abusive wife, who has BPD. His family history is also very toxic, so I think he's just used to toxicity. It is comfortable to him. What more do you all think I can do when I've offered to help him make a change in his life? I mean, to me, it sounds like they're pretty satisfied with their current life, with their current existence. I mean, they may just be the kind of person that wants to stay inside and chill on their bed every weekend and that might just be who they are. I mean, as far as them being tired all the time or wanting to lay down all the time, it could be like an insomnia thing or they're just flat out not sleeping enough. Or there could be an issue that could be found probably in a sleep study type thing. I do think if somebody's not sleeping enough and they're tired routinely, they're not going to want to go out. They're not going to want to get up and around. They're probably not going to want to take care of themselves very well. That said, your mileage may vary and ultimately OP may realize that this is a project that they aren't obligated to try to fix. Our next story is my mother, 44-year-old female, and her family do not respect my, 22-year-old male, boundaries and call-slash-text me hundreds of times in a day. For some context, I live with her, I'm employed and pay bills and rent, I'm her only child and she's a single parent and hasn't had an easy life, so I try to cut her some slack where I can. Matter of fact, neither did her mother, and I think it's a cycle that started with her, but anyway, that's not what this post's about. Through my teen slash early college years, my mom was comically overbearing. The definition of a helicopter parent. She would call 911 if I didn't return home at her command, bother faculty at my school if I didn't text her back, bombard me with hundreds of calls and texts if I didn't respond when she wanted me to, show up to where I was. She'd even go after my underage friends, accusing them of brainwashing me against her. I can go on. This was my reality in high school and early college. I swore I'd go no contact and dip as soon as I had the chance, but I have a lot of guilt about leaving her alone. During the pandemic, I managed to train some of her extreme behaviors out of her by going into extreme self-destructive episodes and having her blocked for days on end, but we've reached a sort of reconciliation. Of course, there's still baggage from those crappy teen years, especially since she denies any wrongdoing. The main issue now is her compulsive and obsessive need to call to check on me. She's convinced that, as a mother, it's her duty to call me at least once daily. Texts don't suffice for her. She says she needs to hear my voice to ensure I'm safe. This insistence disregards my repeated requests for a compromise where we would just text instead. Her calls come at all hours, irrespective of whether I'm at work, school, gym, or otherwise occupied. There is no such thing as a boundary to her, despite repeated requests. Mind you, we live together. She sees me in the mornings and in the evenings, so it's not like we live across the country. To me, a call feels like a more urgent emergency thing, and I'd rather keep pointless chit-chat via text. On top of that, I think I still associate her calling me with my teenage years and I don't like how it makes me feel. When the spamming eventually got crazy enough, like clockwork, I would block her and she would immediately send her elderly mother after me to do the same, where unfortunately I'd need to block her too for my own sanity. It's frustrating because I respect my family and yearn for a closer relationship, particularly with my grandma. However, their controlling nature and lack of trust in me as an independent adult are suffocating. Time and time again, I explained to her, if you just gave me the space and the autonomy I crave, I would actually call and text you myself, maybe even tell you about my day. 
but you make it a pattern that you're gonna suffocate me whether I like it or not, thus never giving me the room to reach out to you instead. Describing the issue further, after a singular missed call, my mother resorts to spam texting me with frantic messages like, where are you? Pick up Z phone. Are you okay? She will literally copy paste variations of these phrases hundreds of times. These texts have been muted for as long as I can remember, but her persistence is almost impressive. No matter how much I tell her how pointless and childish these texts are, she's never changed. Similarly, my grandmother calls daily with repetitive questions that feel more like an interrogation. This sounds innocent, but after a while it's like, how many times do I need to talk about what I ate or what I'm doing every day? It's exhausting and often ends in unpleasant exchanges where she insults me. Here's where I'm at now. It's December 2023, my last semester of college, finals week. I'm buried in challenging STEM classes, practically living in the library on little sleep. And what does my mom do? Keep calling every single day, either continuing to call me if I don't pick up or getting ticked when I don't answer. I've told her a million times, I'm an adult and I don't need constant useless check-ins. If you text me, I'll get back to you when I can. Her mother does the same thing, calls me a half a dozen times in a row. I text her that I'm at the library and I can't talk, but the calls keep coming. They both know where I am. There's never been any emergencies, it's just that they have to always perform check-ins at their convenience. I'm getting sick at the faux concern. Yesterday, after yet another library session ruined by a buzzing phone, I got really angry. I'm seriously thinking of going back to my teenage plan, going no contact, changing my number, and cutting them off. I'm about to start a real adult job after this semester ends. I'd finally have the means to move out and I'm this close to doing it. Am I the jerk? Am I overreacting because of my formative years? What should I do going forward? I have guilt about leaving my mother alone, but this is not good for my head, and my boundaries are never respected. I've threatened to leave, and I told her many times this would be the reason why, yet it's changed nothing. I mean, it's one thing to request some boundaries, and it's another to set some boundaries. To put it simply, I think it's the best for OP sanity to get out as soon as they can. Our next story is, husband, 31-year-old male, said I'm, 28-year-old female, cute, but not pretty. Hey there, I was scrolling through pictures of my daughter and I, I just had a baby 5 months ago. I showed my husband a photo that I liked and he looked at it and made a face. I told him I liked the photo and he said, you're cute, you're not pretty. I said something like, what? I'm pretty? And he repeated his earlier statement. I called him ugly and stormed off. I went to bed early and don't want him near me for the night. He said I'm not remembering correctly and basically gaslighting me and then shutting down the conversation saying he's tired. Am I being unreasonable? I feel sick over it. I would never say that to him. I feel like he means it in general about me, not just the photo itself. Really, I think just about anybody in this situation would be kind of put off by their partner saying that to them. And I agree that OP's being gaslighted over this if they said that and then they're just trying to shut the conversation down and saying you misheard them or misremembered things. It just overall is a really disappointing behavior to see from a partner. Our next story is, I, 27-year-old female, went on a few dates with my former college professor, 44-year-old male, and my family disapproves. He, 44-year-old male, was my, 27-year-old female, college professor exactly 8 years ago, and the truth is that I had a huge crush on him. I always tried to get his attention and get a reaction from him, 
but he was always respectful and never crossed any lines. I think the most he did was give me a book for my birthday because I was the person who got the best grades in his class, and he always used to give something to the person who got the best grades. To this day, I and my former classmates remember him as the best teacher we've ever had. He was attentive, intelligent, kind, and very, very funny. But like all good things, it didn't last long because he moved and had to quit his job and we never saw him again. Last year I found him, after searching for years on social media, and impulsively decided to send him a message. He answered me a few days later apologizing for having taken so long and told me it was because he was in the process of moving again. He moved here again, and I don't know why, but I asked him if he would like to have a coffee when the move was over. I also told him that if his wife was against it, there was no problem with him declining the invitation. And the truth is, we never knew if he was married. I only said that in case. But he told me he wasn't married and accepted my invitation. We met again, and I discovered that I really enjoyed his company. That I also liked his way of being, and above all that, I still had a crush that I thought was temporary. After that first kind of date... We had many more, and I really enjoyed each of them, and I know he did too because he told me so after we kissed for the first time. He also told me that he wouldn't rush things because it wasn't the best, so even a year after meeting again, we haven't shared anything more than a few kisses. And to me, that means so much because all the men I met over the years were only looking to satisfy their own needs and didn't even try to pretend to be interested in me as a person, and with him, it's different. He makes it clear that he's sexually attracted to me, but he doesn't force things and makes an effort to get to know me. We can spend hours talking about anything and he always listens to me attentively as if I were saying the most interesting thing in the world. And I know I probably sound pathetic, but after so many bad experiences, that means a lot to me. A few days ago, he gave me a beautiful necklace for my birthday and sent me a giant bouquet of tulips to my apartment. And when I received the flowers, I was with my family. And of course they wanted to know who gave me the necklace and the flowers, and I told them everything. And I wish I hadn't. They started saying that I was probably dating him when I was in college and that's why I got good grades. And hearing them say that hurt me so much, because I always did everything to show them that I'm intelligent and capable of doing everything that they tell me I can't do, but they don't care. They always treat me like I'm stupid. I tried to ignore them, and I just told them that none of that is true and that even if they don't like it, I'm going to continue seeing him and of course they got really mad and the argument ended with me kicking them out of my apartment because I didn't want them to ruin my day. And I decided that the best thing would be to go low contact for a while and put my energies into seeing if that kind of relationship with my former professor works. Am I being irrational and would doing that jeopardize my relationship with my family? Can a relationship like the one I have with him ever work? Edit, for all those wondering, maybe I'm the problem? Because every time he tries to initiate hooking up, I reject him. Or when he talks about how he would like us to get serious and be able to meet my family, I always tell him that it's best to wait. He introduced me to all of his friends and his brother and sister-in-law, and his mom through a video call, and he's not ashamed to share things about us on his social media. But for some reason, I'm scared to hook up with him. And I know it's because I'm scared that after using me, he'll leave me, I mean, I was used a lot in the past by men who considered me too interesting to hook up with and too boring to stay and get to know me better. And I know it sounds pathetic, but those experiences really damaged and marked me. I know that I'm probably boring and that's why the only man I connected with was the one who's over 40. 
but I want to have a stable relationship and I want to make it work. And maybe now I see that I'm not acting in the right way and I'm not treating him as I should, but I'm gonna fix it. Thank you for your comments. I mean, as long as nobody's taking advantage of the other and you're two consenting adults, 27 and 44, while it's a far enough gap that a lot of people might just see it and be weirded out by it, creeped out by it, especially family, I don't really see any issue if it's a healthy relationship here and hopefully they can learn to come around to it. I think it is slightly troubling though if you're in this relationship for a while and you find yourself not wanting to introduce them to any of your family. Our next story is, just found out my 27-year-old female, fiancé 25-year-old male, cheated. A lot. It's his birthday. How should I tell him? Last night I snooped. I really was just looking to see if his assistant had pushed up on him yet because it seems like she's interested in him. I came across some Facebook messages indicating he wasn't where he said he was on his birthday last year. He doesn't message much so they were near the top of the list. It seemed like some were deleted so I went to his Gmail app to see if maybe he had notifications in his email of what was missing. I discovered another email address I've seen come up a couple of times on his phone. I looked at that one and found that it's used to post images for his company and get feedback about Google reviews for them as well. But the name on the email is his middle name and brother's name, so clearly he doesn't want it to lead back to him. Most of the emails were Google voice text messages, so I started looking at those. And they were conversations between him and multiple different prostitutes. He met up with many of them. He told me he was going to get a massage. There are dates in the messages and the times line up with him telling me that he was doing one thing or another in our texts. So now, he's at work. We have a dinner tonight with his mom for his birthday, and I'm trying to hold it together so we can celebrate him. I know 09. And then I plan on bringing it up tomorrow when he's off. But like, how? He's the type to deflect and get defensive, so I need to be careful about how I introduce this so we don't get stuck on, you snooped through my phone, because I think we can all agree what he did is way worse. Any tips on how to bring this up to him without being railroaded before I even get started? P.S. We have a daughter, so I know I'll probably leave, but I have to be delicate so that we can agree on things regarding her in the near future. Update. It's just been a few hours since posting this, but about 16 since I found out all this info. I have video and pictures, screenshots and pictures of the phone screen. I contacted someone I trust to help me find a lawyer I can afford. Monday, he goes back to work, so that's when I'll call the lawyer and figure out my main plan. Once that's sorted, I'll sit him down that day and let him know what's going on and that I don't want to take our baby girl away forever, but we are going to do XYZ with custody. Then I'm going to stay with my mom until I get everything together and in a new place. I'm glad whether or not the comments helped OP direct their next decision, that they were even able just to use Reddit as a place to vent about things and gather their thoughts in order to be organized enough to have this evidence, be able to know that they're going to confront them, and knowing a basic roadmap for the next steps beyond that. Usually I feel pretty negative about snooping on your partner's devices, but when you come across stuff like that, are you really in the wrong for doing so? This next story is, my fiancé, male 33, thinks my female 36, job, is meaningless and doesn't contribute to society. Should I still stay with him? I've been with my fiancé for four years now. He's in healthcare and I work from home in insurance. The past year has been rough because as he's been building up his clientele and reputation, he's also started to look more negatively at me and my work. 
Keep in mind, I've moved across the country for his new job and gave up my work, family, and friends for his new start. He works long days by choice and leaves me to do everything at home, including all the cleaning, cooking, grocery shopping, and looking after our cats. I understand that because I work from home, I have more opportunities to be able to do these things, and most of the time it's not a big deal, and I'm fine with that. When I started bringing up the fact that maybe he should reduce his hours at work a bit because he can, and have a better work-life balance, that's where all the issues started. He began to tell me that if he cuts down work, who's going to make the money in our relationship? He then went on to say that he loves money and loves to keep raking it in. That's totally fine, but at the same time, I see the long hours affecting his mood, behavior, and attitude towards me. He started using me as an emotional punching bag after a long day and expected me to just be able to handle it. Anger should not be something anyone has to handle. The past six months I've started speaking up for myself and not allow for unnecessary anger and frustration to be directed at me for no reason. Since I've started doing that, he's begun to tell me that because I work from home, I don't understand what his job entails and because of that will never understand his stress. And that at the end of his day, all he wants to do is crack open a beer and not deal with people. I know that and in turn, that's why I do my best to take care of everything on the home front so he doesn't have to worry at the end of the day. He's also since started telling me that because I work from home and just click buttons and stare at this screen, my job is really not worth anything, a monkey could do it, and not important to society because it doesn't deal with life and death. He believes people that work minuscule jobs, for example, McDonald's, grocery stores, and even mine, are stupid, and hopes they'll eventually be phased out by AI so that they'll have to get real jobs. Edited to add, there was even a transit strike here for four months and he used that two times a week to get to and from work. And during that time, because he doesn't have a license, I was the one forced to drive him to work in the mornings, come home and do my job, clean up and plan for meals and then at the end, go back and pick him up. That driving alone was an extra two hours total. That for me shows my worth and what I do to make sure we're still going to be okay. This has really made me depressed and made me question if I have any worth and see him a lot more negatively. Is he really someone worth wanting to spend the rest of my life with? Help! I mean, I don't know how long you can be happy in a relationship where somebody comes home and belittles you and takes out their frustration on you every single day. I mean, they certainly don't have to lay their hands on you to be abusive. A good way to put it is, if OP was witnessing their friend experiencing this and going through this... Would OP tell their friend to try to get out of there? You can try and address these things, but if they're not willing to compromise and work on this relationship, it doesn't seem healthy for him and it's definitely not healthy for OP. Our next story is, I, female 22, slept with my friend's, male 21, boyfriend, male 21, unknowingly. Names changed, but let's call my friend Harry and his boyfriend Alfie. Happened a few days ago. I was invited to their dorm before a party, went to the party with them, and then came back to theirs with a few others, and ended up sleeping with Alfie when Harry went to bed, after me and Alfie had been up talking for a few hours. I know them both from being bartenders at my university bar, but know Harry way more than Alfie. Despite this, he has never, ever mentioned Alfie in a romantic capacity. Never flirted with him in front of me, and in fact, I didn't even know Alfie was bi before all this. I'd only hung out with them together twice. 
Alfie told me after we had slept together when just talking in general that he had slept with Harry in the past. And I of course was mortified but he reassured me it was a one night thing and not a big deal and that Harry wouldn't be mad at me at all. To the point he was trying to get me to go to karaoke with them hours after. So cut to the next day when I've not gone to karaoke but home and I've got some really abusive messages from Harry that don't really track with the story Alfie's given. I'm confused because he said they weren't exclusive and it's obvious I didn't know because he never mentioned. I want a message but don't want to rock the boat more. What should I do? I mean, I guess it depends how much you value the relationship with Harry. If OP would rather just cut them all off and run off into the sunset, don't say anything. If you do value a relationship with Harry still, I would begin apologizing and saying you had no idea. Our next story is, my 20-year-old male, girlfriend 21-year-old female, resents me after I caused her to do poorly on her exam. How do I fix this? My girlfriend 21-year-old female and I 20-year-old male both go to the same college and live together in a one-bedroom apartment that we split the rent on. Money is always really tight and we struggle to pay the rent even though we both have jobs but we make it work through a pretty spartan existence. On Monday night, I had just gotten back from the gym after taking a final earlier that day, while my girlfriend was studying for her first exam that was scheduled for 8 o'clock the next morning. As a bit of background, we're both juniors and she sold a 4.0 through her first two years. Anyway, I got back from the gym and immediately went to shower. She was at the kitchen table writing flashcards and reviewing her entire semester's worth of notes so she would be ready for her exam. Unfortunately, I wasn't paying close attention and tripped getting into the shower and fell face first into the bathtub faucet. Apparently hot water and recent injuries don't mix because my eye was really swollen after only 10 minutes in the shower. Once I finished, I dried off and went to grab an ice pack from the freezer as discreetly as possible so that I wouldn't bother her. When I started icing it, I figured I was going to end up with my first black eye. But after an hour and a half, it had swollen completely shut and was really looking bad. And I figured I needed to go to the hospital. With a $200 copay for ER visits, I knew this was going to almost completely wipe me out financially and leave almost nothing for Christmas gifts for my girlfriend and family. I thought about taking an Uber to the ER but saw that there was surge pricing and a one-way ride was going to cost $60, which would barely leave enough money to eat. As much as I didn't want to bother her, I didn't feel comfortable driving myself to the hospital with my eye and so I asked her to drive me. She was completely unaware that I'd injured myself almost two hours earlier and was understandably freaked when she saw my eye. When I asked if she could take me to the ER, I could tell she was a bit torn because she still had quite a bit left to study but agreed. It was about 9pm by the time we got to the hospital and I told her she could leave if she needed to study and I would find my way back somehow or call her when I was done. But she said it was fine and she was confident it wouldn't take long to assess my injury. It took five and a half hours to get discharged. It was almost 3am by the time we got back and she had to get back to studying with barely five hours left until her exam. Unfortunately, this wasn't enough time and she didn't do well on her exam. Despite doing well for the whole semester, this exam went poorly enough to ruin her 4.0. She's understandably devastated and has been really distant since she took the exam. She even has her work Christmas party tonight and even though she hasn't said anything, I heard through some mutual friends that she doesn't want me to go with her. This whole thing has put a strain on our relationship. What can I do to fix this? 
Do you think she's just embarrassed to be seen with me? Where do we go from here? You know, I'm not gonna lie, I just am surprised that somebody who has a 4.0 for so long is so dependent on mere hours before the exam, otherwise they're doomed. That said, I don't think OP's in the wrong here. They gave them plenty of opportunity to go back and keep studying. And frankly, after it started taking a while, she probably should have just cut their losses and gone back and salvaged what studying time she could. That said, unless you are actively in a dangerous situation, you can probably bet on your ER visit taking a while. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.